Warning, the following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now, please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast ever to conquer cyberspace. This is Amish Baby Machine. Hello, friends, and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the Amish Baby Machine Podcast, starring Dags and Friends. Yeah. That's right. I said Friends today because Johnny Rage is unable to show up. I don't know what his deal is. I think he's banned again. He was banned for one whole episode for men- mentioning Miley Cyrus. He's just way too Amish. So the beauty of today's show is we are on the road. I loaded up the buggy, got the bug out bag, and we hit the road, and we're at a local watering hole. It's a roadhouse, if you will. When I got in here, the first thing the hostess said is she thought I'd be bigger. Nice roadhouse reference there. Welcome, friends. The two powerful co-hosts we, today we have is Uncle Dude and Big Mott. Welcome, men. Reunited once again. Hey, what's going on, baby machine world? Peach is an herb. Reunited. You picked, herb? You picked a joint that actually looks like a barn. Who picked this wonderful roadhouse? I think I mentioned it first, actually. You did. You did. And I got a great beer list, which we are sampling currently. Yes, we are. And it was was closest to your house, too, right? The (laughs) things we do. It's right across the street. I can stumble home. It's equidistant, I think. Okay, we're on a powerful road trip. We're on a road house. What are you guys drinking? We're having a couple beverages here. The beers. What are you drinking, Uncle Dude? I I have a Dogfish Head 60-Minute IPA. It's delicious. I got the Tin Whiskers uh, Coffee Nitro Stout. Holy shit. That means good. So are you, are you feeling, what do you, when you're drinking that, what, what hits you the first thing on the nitro? Just velvety smoothness. Just smoothness. Kind of coffee, little coffee buzz. Pecant notes with sort of uh, toasted olive shells. <laughs> There's nothing more douchier than how people talk about beer. And I am a beer douche, so I can say that. I think the wine guys got the beer guys in spades. Oh, yeah, the wine guys kind of invented douching it up about alcohol, right? That's true. When did people start drinking wine, I mean, to be trendy again? I mean, it was popular for thousands of years. People were always drinking wine. And now, what came first, this new wave wine or new wave beer? I think it's, it's the, millenni- the millennials are now drinking wine. This, this past year was the first year uh, where it overtook... Uh, all the other alcohols as as the number one drank booze in the country. Wow. It's kind of weird, but I prefer smushed rotten flowers over smushed rotten rotten grapes. grapes. You would think it'd be the reverse, but no. So Australia is actually having an issue fulfilling all their orders. Good eye. They they can't make enough wine. So now you're starting to see your uh, Argentinian and Chilean and Spanish oh, I wines. They, I thought they brought in Jesus or something. So, well, that is topical. When they when they go to plant all those grapes, all the kangaroos are kicking the shit out of them down there. That would work. You know how big their feet are? The wallabies. That's what we need yeah, to oh, do. Have kangaroo smashed wine? Oh, oh no, yeah. that would be a selling point for some of they these They could sell it in a pouch. 
So, oh, see, I like just where you're going. Just sloshing all over. Yeah, it would just be a powerful right. names like Joey and Thumper. Wonderful. Uncle Dude, now you have your powerful uh, tablet there. Yes. What kind of topics did you want to talk about on this powerful road well, episode? Uh, we have uh, Trump's first hundred days. I, I know we try to shy away from the politics, but that's all over the news. You can't get away from it. Uh, I had a little middle-aged health scare uh, four weeks ago. Uh, I couldn't breathe anymore. So I spent uh, a well, horrible... it seems like you ended up breathing again. I know. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> thankfully, due to the uh, modern medicine, uh, they got did, me going did again. Did they put you in an iron lung? So, no, they, they didn't have me iron in an iron fist. lung. Yeah, it'd be they cool did. to be like... I could see you in like a Darth Vader... Iron, iron lung. The iron fist had to come smash him right in the heart to get it going. Again. So I, I well. Oh, do you have a cool? You're like Iron Man. Do you have a fake heart now? No, no, it's all Mads. I do have an ultrasound story that was a little, little dicey though. Well, let's talk about what's because the well, kids. Uh, we need to do the the, the preamble then. So uh, about two weeks before I went into the urgent care, I was having a little trouble breathing. Get into my desk. I mean, I'm a 412 pound guy, so that doesn't seem that weird. But I got a quarter mile walk between my parking ramp and where my desk is. Oh man! And I was sucking. They should have given me a golf cart. I was sucking wind like I was still in two a day football workouts when I when I got to the desk the Friday before I went in. I went, I better have this looked at. Breathing's important. So I, I went to, I went to urgent care the next day. I got there about three thirty. By six thirty, they said we should probably check you into the hospital. Thankfully for me, in my suburb, it's across the street. So 6.30, I roll into the emergency room, and they got no idea what the hell to make of me. So all the tests that I had to pay for at urgent care, they're now giving me at the hospital. So every hour, straight through the night, they're either waking me up to draw blood or making me take tests. One of the tests, they wanted to ultrasound because they knew they had, at that point, I Are you pregnant? I am not. They came up negative. That was one of the tests. I am negative. We are not expecting. Negative stool. I, well, that's a whole different issue. That's 50-something parents is, is another trend that's emerging uh, along with the wine. But uh, one of the tests they wanted to give me because they had identified the clots and one was in my leg is I had to get an ultrasound. So they roll me down to the ultrasound room, which is this big cavernous soft lit uh, room and the hottest looking sonologist you'd ever seen in your life is waiting by the bed. So they, reel, they roll me in on the wheelchair and then I, she says to sit on the bed and then she says, take off your pants. Done. <laughs> it's like, well, yes and no. So I, I take off my pants and I head on the bed and she grabs two, two towels and starts tucking the towels up in my drawers. Were they beach towels? <laughs> well, they were sizable towels. So, no, the lubrication's coming. So, so I got to keep my damn socks on. Gross. And she's tucked my junk and everything else up into like what looks like a Speedo now that's shrouded with blankets. Maybe a little bit of a sumo thing? Kind of a sumo thing, if you want to really make it unsexy. So... <laughs> Before that, it was still sexy. It was. So she says, I have to put uh, an oil on to help the uh, the ultrasound machine do the ultrasound. Was it an essential oil? It was. It smelled like sex, and it was warm. Wow. So she, she starts rubbing from my ankle all the way up to my upper middle frontal area, 
and the inner flap. <laughs> it's warm and it's, it's like. Is I'm, this is this when they say wake up, Uncle Dude? Wake yeah. up! No, Uncle Dude was trying to think of like mechanical schematics, baseball statistics, anything other than what was literally at hand. Hold on a second. Now I don't get this. Why do dudes do that? When if I'm in that situation, I'm oh, like hell no. squatting and thinking boner, 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 boner. No. What is no. not wanting to get it up? Because I was thinking lawsuit, lawsuit, lawsuit. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. So that's the difference. If your pops was an attorney, you're covering you're covering your wallet first. So she starts, and this thing looks like a dildo. It's got a round head and it's humming. So she starts at my ankles and starts pushing this thing in, like firm, all the way up at the ankle, on my massive oak tree-like calves, past my knee, onto my somewhat chewy thighs, and then she gets just to the junk and switches legs. I have never wanted to hear you can put your pants on more than I did at that time right there. So, Uncle Dude, are you going to be on that cool commercial now with all the guys that are on Blood Thinners? I am. <laughs> you got to go golfing? Well, yeah, except Harry Palmer's dead now. So well, I yes, gotta, exactly. He'll be the new fill-in. That's drank the, too much oh, of his own drink. That's the deal. Instead of golf carts, you guys I will be on I should be the new Harry Palmer because yeah. that's the medication I'm on. So, I like Kevin Nealon. The NASCAR guy I couldn't pick out of a lineup. but so, yeah. you're, so you're doing better now. Uh, I was doing better for two weeks, and then uh, I, I had given up my 500 cigar a year habit. And uh, no, it's literally true. Getting down to 250. <laughs> well, I had gotten it down from 700. So I, I don't golf as much anymore. So that got rid of a lot what, of them. What do you get paid to smoke cigars? So, and no, it's more. It's again, it's averting a lawsuit. I have one in rush hour on my way home every day, so that I don't beat the living hell out of some of these people in Range Rovers that don't know the most basic rules of the road. So that's five days a week. 50 weeks a year is 250 cigars right there. They keep you from hippo stomping. So, and I would have in front of his children. So <laughs> now, plus I got the garden and uh, and uh, the drive to People are already trivia. phoning in here. They're already calling in. They're already calling in. They are. Seeing how Uncle Dude <laughs> is doing. Checking in on the fattest man's health. So I am the biggest contributor to the podcast. Uh, so I, breathing was getting better, and then I, I thought maybe I would do my own scientific experiment, see if the cigars had anything to do with it, because I'm a pussy and I couldn't give them up. So I, I've had a few cigars since, and the breathing started getting worse. So. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. How about yeah. your gravy? How about your gravy blood? Did it affect that? <laughs> yeah. So well, gravy I, count in his the, leg was at ninety percent. Well, that's the other thing is my labs were all right down the middle. I am the healthiest fat guy you know, oh. except for the blood clots in my lung that aren't allowing me to breathe. So I have a little runner man doctor that's constantly pushing the gastric bypass surgery on me, and I won't do it because every person I've ever seen done it has lost the weight, but they have that like ghostly shadow of a fat person in their face, and they always look miserable. I want Dude, nothing to do with it. You don't want to get stapled and vacuumed? I mean, that sounds <laughs> no, natural. That sounds horrible. Okay. Now that we know you're better. I am better. We're praying for him. The, uh, we're hey, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. I just I, I can't travel right now. They won't let me on an airplane. Cargo like a C one thirty? Not even. Yeah, not, <laughs> this is. We're not talking about weight restriction. I can, I, I can see you on a pallet no, holding on to the. 
Dude, they moved me right on. next to a bunch of chickens <laughs> down in the hole. They shit. moved me on one of these short regional commuter jets to balance the fucking plane. Whoa, dude. <laughs> it's like, quite an accomplishment. Sir, sir, the luggage is on your side just, of the plane. Can we move you over to this side? Just don't fly on United because I don't so. think they'd literally be able to get you off that thing. Dude, it's your like. Your love handles will get caught in the row when they're dragging your carcass out. It's like up to like a hundred grand they'll give you to come off the plane. <laughs> wow. It's like. Drag me off. I'll take that. I'll catch the next flight. Now, Uncle Dude, since we're talking about girth and size, you you wanted to talk about buying a grill because it is spring and everyone's getting ready for summer. Well, I just want to throw it out. Are you guys uh, charcoal or gas grill guys? Charcoal, sand, fire. Yeah. Uncle Dude, what is what is? I need the cooking surface where the the handles of the grates come out so I can tuck. Right. Uh, you don't even need that. All you actually really need is a f- aluminum foil pouch with a couple holes poked in it. Oh, and you can put it right on the grate with, with whatever protein you're, you're cooking up. Yeah. Just soak your chips ahead of time. Do a double layer foil pouch. You can put it right on the hottest part of your grill and it's going to smoke just like a smoker box. That'll, so, uh, that'll accentuate the beast abs- flesh. Absolutely. Nicely. Absolutely. Yeah. Smoking super easy. So, plus when your grill's cooling down, oh. you can put stuff like uh, cheese in there or uh, nuts, stuff oh, like that, yeah. and you can smoke your own your, you smoke your own nuts. That's what I just said. <laughs> I've always dreamed of smoking my own nuts. So, you're, you're, there has to be a balance of the, the easy use of propane versus the taste right. of, of charcoal. If you get a good quality gas grill that's got the burners calibrated correctly, it shouldn't impart any taste on your food. What you want to avoid is the ones that they sell at the big box grocery store where it's just slopped together and it's going to fall out of calibration. And then you're going to get sort of a sooty, horrible uh, gas grill taste. So a properly calibrated, expensive gas grill should work great. And my rig at home, I've got uh, the long suffering ever patient got me for my 50th birthday, sort of the uh, the, the mother of all grills. Combo? It is a combo. Like so on the far left, there's a 35,000 BTU gas searing burner that I can throw a walk ring on and I can use like a walk. Next to I that, you just stuff a live pig in there and fucking <laughs> clamp that thing shut. This one is almost that size. It literally fills up one whole side of my deck. But it's got the gas grill on it, then it's got a charcoal grill <laughs> on it as well, and a offset smoker box next to that. It's like nine feet long, Whoa. and it's plate steel, and it, I can do anything on it. It's but that's like the traducan. My <laughs> ultimate traducan would be the chicken in the turkey, in the goose. In the pig, in the cow, in the hippo, I think in the elephant, in the blue whale. I just can't believe there's something like that that sounds that badass, but starts with the word turd. It's true. Turducken. Turd ducking. I ducking turds all the time. I was at a hundred year old dive bar in St. Paul for lunch today. And I'm fairly certain they, they served me pigeon for my roasted chicken. Literally, I had a two-piece, because I'm trying to watch my weight get, get healthy. So I had a drummy and a thigh, and it came out, and it was smaller than, uh, like, a Wing Wednesday at, at BW3s. These are the two littlest pieces of chicken I'd ever seen in my life. 
and and no pigeons around this bar in downtown St. Paul, so I'm not so sure. So what are you telling the listeners? What's the best way to go with the grill? Well, I, again, it's I think what how often do you grill? I grill three nights a week year round. So we use the gas grill probably more than we use the charcoal part of it. Uh, I use the smoker box more than I use the charcoal grill. So if you've got a good grill and you like outdoor cooking, it's clean, it's healthy, uh, vegetables, all kinds of things. Uh, gas may work best for you if, you, if you're going to use it a lot. I think uh, those combo grills are sweet because you can kind of get the uh, lady trained on firing up the grill <laughs> if needed, and they, they could go with the gas pretty easy. I know that's my girl is super super scared of charcoal for some reason but I mean anybody can just turn on a gas grill. That's true. So I got lucky I married one that loves cooking so we usually have it broke down she stays inside does all the sides and I do the the mains out on the grill and that works out pretty well. Now what did you want to talk about you said the first 100 days of President Donald Trump. Well is that a guy that's in the news or anything? I think I think uh I don't. I, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have picked him, but he's he's the guy. And I'm just wondering if if everybody's being a little too harsh a critic. A hundred days in, his hair is already less orange. It is. That? I have noticed that. By the time he's done, it's going to be like death black or something. And the the Cheeto tinge on the skin seems to have uh, diminished a little as well. He doesn't have time to Cheeto himself. Now, I I think the ultimate thing is that on his desk, I don't know if you guys heard this, he has a Coca-Cola button he he can push. True story, and a guy comes in and brings him a Coke. Wow. Now, that's metal, isn't it? That is pretty badass. Because in the 80s, the Coke button was a whole different thing. That's true. I can attest to that. Wow, late 70s. I can attest to that. So, now, what would you have, Big Mot? What would you have on your desk if you were president? What button? You would hit one button and the, well, and the servant uh, would bring you, know, you what? I mean, I'm imagining a scenario where I'm a single man. Uh, there would be like a clam, and I would just press the clam, and then, you know, stripper time. Strippers would show up. Uh, I would have, you know, beer, of course. It would be like, you know, like a freaking... Blowhorn that I could hit and beer would just magically show up. Now, what is your go-to beer? What would you have the servant bring every day? Ooh. I like a nice uh, bourbon barrel-aged stout. Yeah. Oh, nice ten. Wait, is that on our list? Did we look? Is that no, on our list? Do not oh. have anything here. Right. Is, is that the uh, the much desired KBS? Is that it? Oh, KBS is pretty sweet, man. I got a few of those at home in the fridge. One of the you stroke off to beer for about one a couple hours here. <laughs> So, which uh, I'm sure they'd have us back to record another one here in the restaurant were that our activity of choice. Now, Uncle Dude, what would you have? What would be your button? You would uh, press the button? Man. I'm just trying, like beef jerky or something. Because I, I will go for like four, six, eight hours just grinding it out. And I, I, I'm a grazer. I'm not a just big stuff my face. I'll, I'll graze all day. So I uh, like your kippered so beef you'll snacks. Endless, you'll endlessly eat is what you're saying. So right, it's just I just like trickle down, make me fat deal. Actually, this would be great because you know, say you're the prez, you have a health problem. There'd be like 50 doctors in there. And right there. You could eat anything Literally. all day long. They could probably just like pull your heart out, throw a new one in in about eight hours. You'd have all the best tech in the world. Oh, it'd be out of control. 
You know, an important issue I think that does not get covered with this whole Trump thing is we have the first ever mega milf first lady. I mean, how <laughs> come? What's all this drama about what he's doing? Who gives a shit? Let's see what she's doing. You know? She's no dummy. She's staying in New York and out of it is what she's Let's doing. Let's see some uh, behind the scenes of her, you know, what's she up to? And how is she's that? to be doing some stuff. How is that 10-year-old kid, like, six feet tall already? That freak-looking kid? So, he's a good-looking kid. He is a good-looking kid. Uh, buffoon, ain't it? Baron. <laughs> Baron. Baron. It's an epic name, Baron yeah. Trump. That is epic. So, I, uh, I, I'm of the opinion we leave the kid alone. Every other president's kids have been left alone. So, I don't know. 100 days in, I just think the world's being too tough on him. He, he's, he's doing what he said. It's, none of this is a surprise to anyone. Well, North Korea is heating up. So, how do you think we he's going to handle the, I think I think... We can just vaporize them in a half second, right? All our military is just a bunch of dorks playing video games in a room shooting actual powerful, bombs, right? I mean, powerful, powerful is right. Well, the, the, the problem with that is uh, the capital of South Korea is 40 minutes from where most of their artillery is. We kind of dig. And there's right? there's a six minute window before the artillery shells start raining down on Seoul. So, but I'm of the opinion I think we can knock all of that out in six minutes. Conventional. Yeah, well, conventional weapons. We do, we do not want a mushroom cloud. No, we do not no. want a fallout. So I think we should just start massing tomahawks and see if China can get them to shut the hell up and and stand down. If not, eh. a big mouth. What are you watching on the boob tube? Have you been out seeing movies, TV? What is your go-to entertainment right now? Uh, I've been watching Iron Fist, which is just. Now tell the kids, the listeners, the flock of Amish, what the premise of Iron Fist is. Uh, Iron Fist is some, uh, I'll try to be clean, but some super mangina who goes to, uh, I don't know, somewhere, another dimension and plunges his fist into a dragon's heart or something, so he gets a supercharged fist and he's just the ultimate hero where... No, don't, you know, don't, don't hurt someone because that's bad and all this bull crap morality that all these heroes go way over. So he's more, he's a more black and white good and evil. Yeah. So you like, like you, super pussy. So you like, you like more of a, someone that's a tortured, like a Batman, something like that. You don't yeah. like the, so you don't like Superman. No, 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 I dig them all, but... I don't know that they, they're they handling Superman right anymore. So, right, the, the Superman versus Batman I, I was probably the last movie I saw, and I just don't think they knew what the hell to do with him anymore. So he was, he was like, neutered. He was, like, a eunuch Superman. It was, like... That's not well, not pre- so Superman. Well, I want to re- I want to reboot. I want the original Superman music. I want the oh, John yeah. Williams score. For some reason, yeah. they got rid of that. Right. Now, Star Wars. John Williams. Yes. Yeah, Star Wars kept it, and that's half the reason people like it. when you hear yeah. that theme. You know. You know that's what people yeah. want to hear. And with Superman, they went a whole different thing. They want try to make him dark, which I can't stand. They change his costume. These Hollywood fucks need to get it right. You need to have the Cheeto crusted virgins in their mother's basements involved in all the comics. The decision making. They need to be involved. They need to get this shit right, right to the comics. Don't have some rich yuppie dude's idea of what this should be. So going back to uh, Iron Fist, 
So the premise is he he punched the dragon's heart? I think so, yeah. Or, <laughs> I can't remember exactly. Or he plunged his hand into a burning volcano. How many episodes did you watch? I watched all 13, which was just freaking torture. I mean, we're talking the worst writing. Now, let me ask history. you this. Did you watch a Power Man, Luke Cage? Yeah, yeah, Luke Cage. Ah, Luke Cage was pretty sweet, too. I got to say, it was like eight episodes that were great, and I kind of trailed off. No, that was one of the only comics I collected when I was young was Luke Cage. Power Man, is, he's mom. Oh, yeah. Do you have a yellow shirt? I, uh, I did have a yellow and shirt. a chain belt? Back, yeah, back chain when I was belts. built like you... I, uh, I did have it, and I, I used to pretend. So Back when he was half Uncle Duke. <laughs> so, oh. so he was only three on the Richter scale. He was less megafauna. So on Iron Fist, do they show... Eventually they want to team those two up, right? I mean, do they... Yeah, they're all going to team together. Do they have... For the Defenders. Yeah, they don't They do not do anything to join those two together. Not at all. Is there yeah, any... They just have the Claire Temple chick played by Rosario Dawson. And she hints that she knows all the Oh, she did. She did. Okay. So, but they didn't name any names? No, they don't bring it together at all. Another weak thing. I mean, at the very end, they should all just hang out and go get a beer or something. So out of the superhero, did you like Daredevil? Oh, yeah. Daredevil's great. Daredevil Season 2 is one of the, Daredevil season two is one of the hardcore things of all time. That, that was English, I think. Okay, we are on the road, and we're testing out these mics, and a lot of times uh, Uncle Dude, Big Mod will just kind of fade away. They'll kind of wander towards the restroom. Or we just sit back really far because we got to let our guts rest. That's true. I'm pressing against the booth. They picked a booth instead of a table for a 412-pound food contributor. We should have a booth and then a side bathtub. I need a barca lounger. Uncle Dude, ten guys to hug him, tractor trailer to lug him. True that. Hey, Degs, I was wondering, you know, it's been kind of a while since I've been on. What is this, like episode 80,000? I believe we are episode 165. Oh, wow, dude. Because, like, the last time I was here, I don't think I had any gray hair on my head or Uh my balls. It's been that long. It's been a long time. I moved the hair on my head. I took some from the back and put it on top because I was starting to look like Dags. Oh, word. Yeah. It's a true story. So I we want to thank everyone that listens to this powerful show. God bless you. We love you. If you want to go to, and you should go to, iTunes. iTunes is one of the best ways to listen to the show. Please go to iTunes. Please subscribe. Triple, leave a review. Triple download and yep. review. Yep. Leave a five-star review. Five-star is the best. Write a little something-something in the review that will help us on our ratings and that will help us bring you a better program. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram, Amish Baby Machine at Instagram. And if you want to rap at us, the best way is Twitter. You should follow us on Twitter, at Amish B Machine. Best, ways to, best way to get a hold of us is Twitter, at Amish B Machine. We're also on Facebook. Like our Facebook page, Amish Baby Machine. And hit up our website, AmishBabyMachine.com. You're listening to the Amish Baby Machine Podcast. Right. Are you writing all of that down? Did you get all of that? I'm all over it. So. Basically, just put Amish Baby Machine in your uh, search engine. And it'll all come right up. And at the end of that, put at uh, Uncle Dude Food. That's where you can find me on Twitter and all the pictures of the food that I eat. Nice, yo. 
And I don't bother tweeting, so I guess you just won't know me, really. Are you the Facebook dude? Yeah, I'm the Facebook That's guy. like Johnny Rage, like those old dudes. It's all it is. Facebook, it's their whole world. Oh, they got videos on Facebook. Yeah, and they got to... I do kind of it. And Facebook, like I said, Facebook is just this big monster that anytime someone comes out with a cool technology, they just suck it up. Like, I do the Quiznos uh, analogy when Quiznos had toasted subs, and then Subway is like, oh, we're going to get a toaster. No, you know, so Quiznos' problem is they got actual mice in their commercials. That was their problem. I don't care if you dress them up like pirates. It's a freaking mouse. So, I like, exactly. I like Quiznos had delicious sandwiches. Till they got the mice. I think uh, some live music is firing up here. We might have to cut this off, man. Cut the music off? I'll tell them to kill yeah, it. let's go kick their ass off. So, so Snapchat, though, with these filters, with the, the we got to get rid of the puppy dog ears and the nose. Right. Oh, and the Bambi, the, and it's, the deer thing. The and and it's always some dude that's doing it, too. What? Oh, yeah, you've seen it. That just started to creep into my news feed. Is it used to just be this old purview of your ladies' friends, and now I'm starting to see fellas do it. It's like, oh. no, no. Turbo man card revokage for eternity. Right. That just seems a little, it, you really have nothing to do. You don't build models or have a shop or something to, to mitigate that. Build models uh, I, like I, human female ones? <laughs> no, I don't care if it's cars or airplanes. It's better than putting Bambi ears and a snout on your face on the inter- interweb. Unless they're real Bambi ears. There you snout. go. With like a oh. nice beef stick side. See, you need to do an ABM version. So, Big Bot, what else are you watching on the on the TVs, internets? Uh, me and my lady just wrapped up Breaking Bad. Freaking best show Still ever. Still haven't seen it. Evil Mega Heisenberg. Uncle Dude, you haven't seen it? You need to I have not. I have the hat. I just don't, I haven't watched the yeah. show. Time, Uncle Dude's so. like the guy in Gilligan's Island that's just been trapped there since World War II. You know, <laughs> he hasn't seen anything. No, it's that's true. I just I watch news pro- programs, cooking programs, and I read. So I, I have about uh, Breaking Bad, great show. Oh god, the final episode was fantastic, wasn't it? I just I could stroke off to that show for days. When I watch it, I'm like, my lady is getting so pissed because I just kept rewinding parts because I'm like this is just every episode is almost the greatest shit ever. You know what's funny is that a lot of people don't realize there was actually a dark comedy. Yeah. Right. The guy who who created the show who his last name is Gilligan super genius Vince Gilligan he loves comedy. As you can see where uh, Bill Burr and that other guy show up later in the show. What is your favorite episode of Breaking Bad? What are a couple that come to mind? I don't know, it's hard to beat like face off where, you know, he take he takes out Gus. Face off. Yes. Face off. Yes, literally. Yeah. Straight kind of an homage to homage to uh, Walking Dead, which is fucking lame. <laughs> so you liked Walking Dead in the beginning, and then it kinda Yeah, it, it kinda wandered away. It's got a little bit too too serious. What other what are there some go to ones? You think like the I mean, ultimate? Almost anything HBO. Like right now, the final season of Leftovers is on. Have you guys watched that? I've never even amazing. heard of it. Tell us about it's Leftovers. Uh, okay, it's this genius book this dude wrote, and just all of a sudden, two percent of the people on Earth vanish. No explanation, nothing. 
nothing. And the greatest thing about that show is the author of the book is one of the executive producers of the show. It's one of, I haven't read the book, but I imagine it's one of the most like correct to the book shows ever. And uh, Jennifer Aniston's man, that what is it, Justin Theroux or something? Right. He's the lead actor on it. I swear to God, the dude's De Niro level. You have really? to watch this shit. Hmm. The dude's incredible. I end up portraying him as like kind of a Jesus character. It's the dude's De Niro at his height level of good actor. So how long has this show been out? Uh, it's three years. This is the third and final season. I do have oh, they're, the HBO. They're gonna wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. Three seasons and that's it. So. Wow. Why only three seasons? I don't know because they're the people who make it are smart and don't want it to drag on. Right. Yeah. What, and, yeah. I was, they have the same thing that happened to Walking Dead, where it just trails off into. I was going to ask you on that. You, you you think some of them go too long? Oh, jump yeah. the shark? Well, oh yeah. Gilligan, the guy who did Breaking Bad, he said you know five seasons and around sixty episodes is what he thinks is the perfect you know story arc. I'm always conflicted on that. I mean, if if you own the show, do you ring the register as long as they're paying? Or, or is there a point where you just think the quality has to ring true and you just make it until it starts going south? It's hard to, you can tell the people that are real geniuses, they want to wrap it up and move on to something Well, I mean, like, I, Seinfeld, Seinfeld probably had the best of both worlds. That went on long enough to where he made a billion dollars and he walked away on top. So I, I don't think that choice is being made uh, as often. Looks like actual music's firing up, Dags. What do you think? We gotta cut this thing off. Negative. We'll just keep going. So keep it going. Sure. Mm. So we were talking on uh, previous episodes of Seinfeld. Did you? Do you think Seinfeld went too long, or did they play that right? No, no. that's the. I don't know. They they could go for eternity. Yeah, that's what Johnny Rage was talking yeah. about. Some of those Even just keep se- going. Season nine was probably. Is, just as good as anything they've ever done. And right. I think what they did, they're smart. They got new writers in, I think, about season right. six or something. Freshen it up. Yeah, they changed it up like in the early episodes. Remember, he used to do actual stand-up. Yeah, and then yeah. they got rid yeah, of that. Actually, I love that. I think they got rid of it for a few seasons, but then they brought it back at the end. Right, that's one I'll stop on. If, it, if, if I'm flipping through channels, I'll, I'll stop and catch the, the episode of Seinfeld. And it holds up. That was the other thing about it. It, it, they just picked one little sort of nugget everyone was familiar with, and they just played that out for the 22 minutes, and then it was on to next. You didn't have to watch 30 episodes. You didn't have to follow the storyline. Yeah, it's timeless because it's just, you know, observational humor that it's everyday life type of shit. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means, thanks. Hey, so, uh, yes, did Prince die about a year ago? Ex- almost exactly a year ago. Did you guys see that Disease magazine cover where it had him like with a, a topless with his arm over his head and it had fake arm hair on the Rolling Stone magazine? They photoshopped his armpit? Ugh. No, it had like this fake fuzz that you could actually physically touch like armpit fuzz. Oh, actual hair. Yeah. Oh, scratch and sniff? Yeah, actual so. fake fuzz here. Wow. That nasty. That's my uh, first memory. I wonder if that was an homage to the Rolling Stones album cover that was a pair of jeans with an actual working zipper on it. Is you could actually touch Prince's fake armpit hair. Yeah. So was this a limited release or? It was Rolling Stones tribute uh, magazine. Did they? You know how like on an album cover? I mean, uh, 
magazines and comic books have different versions. Do they just have one? So they have uh, multiple covers with different different hair on different parts of Prince's body. Yeah, they had him doing a, uh, st- a handstand, and they had some other hair on it. Right. Yeah. No, is Rolling Stone even relevant anymore? I don't think I've picked one up in 20 years. Have you see the size of it? It's like the size of a post-it. Right. It's a Reader's Digest. Only place you find it's dentist office. Yeah. And that's because they get it for free. That was one of the things I freaked out when I found it. The magazines will send you stuff uh, for free if you're a doctor or a lawyer. So I, my dad never paid for a magazine subscription after he passed the bar. It's like, if that was almost motivation enough, I used to be a magazine freak. Like 70 titles a month, just more data, more data. So I hope he got Penthouse and Playboy and Hustler. <laughs> uh, he, he didn't do the Hustler, but the other two showed up with enough regularity that it worked out for me. Another great Seinfeld episode when he goes to the dentist's office and it's adults only and he has the dirty magazines in the lobby. Oh, classic. just loving it. Was that when he woke up and... They got molested. Mel Torme episode where he, like you know they make him out to be mentally. Oh, the the one where he, the one where he so got. Yeah, game. yeah, where they. But I thought you were talking about the one where they woke up and he was unbuttoned. Well, yeah, that's another one. And actually, hey, it, it all comes back. Do you remember who the dentist was? Heisenberg. Ah. T- uh, Tim Watley. That was uh, Brian Cranston, the dentist. It's there. it's amazing on Seinfeld how many. People they had on there oh, yeah. that made candles. All kinds of stars. Who's your favorite character on Seinfeld? Oh man, Peter Meyer. Oh, oh dude. Yeah. Yeah, that guy's good. I don't know. Maybe just George because of how his sure. everyday frustrations <laughs> that he has about everything and his angle on everything. Yeah. An abstract negativity. You can't beat that. Well, this was our first powerful road episode. Did you guys have a good time today? Always have a oh, good yeah. time. If we keep doing these on the road, we'll be doing them from, like, arenas. Arenas. <laughs> mega. The arena show. Arena Jeff rock Leopard is the best. Well, we appreciate everyone that listens to this powerful episode, this powerful podcast, Amish Baby Machine Podcast. And until next time, you've just enjoyed the Amish Baby Machine Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Amish Baby Machine Podcast. The Amish Baby Machine podcast is available on iTunes and on the Stitcher radio app available for iPhone, iPad, Android, and Kindle Fire. Please follow us on Twitter at Amish Baby Machine and visit our webpage www.amishbabymachine.com. Thank you for listening. This has been an Amish Baby Machine production, all rights reserved.